I'm here. I'm awake. And I just want to pre-reference this by saying, I want y'all to know that it's 80-something degrees outside. And I Hot live on the busy, and I live on a busy street. If y'all ain't never heard the sounds of the west side before, oh, y'all you gonna hear that shit today. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Niggas is out here acting like it won't snow tomorrow. Like we don't live in Chicago. I'm just free warning you summer outfit they never got to wear because around us made them put that bitch on and they out here yeah 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 so you just need to know this is my disclaimer uh it is not my fault that niggas be niggas when they get nice outside and some of them probably got some rona shots who knows i don't i don't you you can't get the next stimulus unless you're fully vaccinated who said what now okay wait a minute this is another hundred more dollars but he said, if you're not vaccinated, you can't get it. So get them shots, ladies and gents. Or you ain't getting shit. And ain't no back day. Ain't no, okay, I'm going to take the first one and then I'm going to get now. If you're not fully, fully vaccinated, before they drop that next penny they talking about, you ain't getting it. But how did, okay, wait, 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 pause. This is another episode of Reality the Podcast. Of course, I'm Tammy. That's Shay. Okay, so let's let's talk about this because I want to hear this. So how did how how do you know if somebody got it? Like, do they have to present like the card thingy? Because some people got cards, some people didn't. Come get on cards. now, it's the federal government. They got all our information. Soon as you got them shots, you went on the list. Oh, yeah. that's 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 true. But I'm just saying, as you know, some niggas niggas have gotten creative with these cards. Let me just tell you, okay. Because you can get creative with the card all you want to. Stimmy is federal. They're going to look at that list, baby. You what? might get get your ass on a jet blue or a spirit with a fraudulent card, but you won't get them ducats. That's Stimmy. That's money. So when is, it supposed to be, when is it supposed to be coming out? They're working on it now. Look, We ain't going to rush Uncle Joe. He's doing everything he can for us. He's trying to free up some of these student loans. Oh, really? Like 50,000. So this is what I'm trying. This is what I, I need everybody to know about me. I literally, because of my anxiety, cannot watch the news for long periods of time. Like I'll go like months with watching the news and then I'll go months without watching the news. So a lot of times I don't know what's on the actual, like the CNNs, the NBCs, the ABCs. I have no idea. The way I get fed my news is I'll see something come across my timeline or um, like I'll get a headline from CNN News from like the Apple News thing. But to watch I just can't. So this is all news to me. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what I gotta do to shine up for the next Rona check, but I'll be here to take it. Um, I'm fully vaccinated, Uncle Joe. I listen. You ain't gotta entice me. I'm ready. My job told me I didn't Really Send me mine right now. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I I'll take the bag. Now I can't I can't tell that lie. Like I may not blow it all at Sunnyside. However, <laughs> but some people at Sunnyside helping me make it, and I'm gonna need them to hold me together for a few, little bit longer. Sunnyside, I'm gonna be down in my Barney bags. What I could find. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking in my barn at that. I got a, a lot of weed. 
Oh man. <laughs> and even some more weed. I don't know. No, you gotta say butts. You gotta find a way to kind of put butts in there because technically, like the, the last part of the of the of the pre-roll is the best part. I'm just saying. And even some OG. What did we take today? In the imagination from the barn today. We'll see what we had taken today. Yeah, we'll see what we had taken today. She's a Wayne Dang Doodle, isn't she, guys? Give it up for Miss Shay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, y'all, y'all welcome. I have no church announcement. Actually, that was my church announcement. <laughs> really? Okay. Um. Well, get your shots, people. Yes, we're saving lives out here. Please do. I'm trying to be out here in these streets, so go get them damn shots and get your coins from Uncle Joe. And you know, mm-hmm. did you? Because you know, Floyd will shut us down. Hmm. Um. Did you watch the Mad Singer? I haven't watched in a while. I'm really? gonna be honest. Well, they have had some, just... they have had some heavy hitters on there. Um, I mean, hell, the, the episode came out last week. If you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. But this week was a double elimination, and who did they have on there? But the legendary, iconic Bobby Brown. Bitch, I screamed. I was high watching who, this who shit. Was Bobby Brown? Huh? Which one was Bobby Brown? Bobby Brown was the crab. I knew that shit. I knew he was the crab. I knew the the sister sister. I knew which one was her. Yes, she was the. Like, she was the other person that got kicked off uh, last week too. And I thought that, I found that yeah. very interesting. She sounded good to me though, but you know, her name's a little oh, bit similar. Hmm. I always thought and, she could sing. Oh yeah, they've always been talented. They, 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 did they put out like Come a on, single or an album or some shit? I don't, I don't know. I get them all mixed up, like Olsen Twins and them and Raven Simone and Tatiana Ali. Like they didn't all get so much like TV movie random album. I don't know. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck Google Asians today. No, I don't know, and I don't care though. All right, well, um, we ain't got no church announcements because, you know, y'all out here behaving, which is kind of sad for our show. I take that back. I do got one. Okay. Next Saturday, the fine people of Versus is giving us SWV versus Escape. Yes. Let's talk. Let's dig into that. Who you got? SWV? Of course. Okay. This is a no shade to Candy, and I love Candy and the girls over at Escape, but their voices did not blend the way SWV's blend. And to be more honest, to be more frank, SWV got way more hits. I, I yeah. top of the dome, I can give you radio play, several SWV hits before I can give you some from well, Escape. They I don't have as I, big I, of a catalog. They don't have as big of a catalog. They did have a lot of radio play, but you had to have been a fan of SWV. Sorry. You had to have been a fan of Escape to know um, some of the songs. That are. I got a solid six off of Escape. I can't think of 20 hits. So we're going to be deep in the album racks or they're going to start pulling shit that Candy wrote. I don't know. I don't think that's fair, but that might happen just a fact. I'm just saying that the, the only way that they even come out for a win is if you pulling out shit that Candy wrote. 
or that y'all produced whatever the fuck it is that you want to say and how you have your name on this. Who cares? But the only way that they, the only way that they win this escape is if you do that. SW. I don't even think they win it. No, there's no way, right? Because what they got that's gonna go up against week. Right. Um. Human nature. Yeah, you know my is not when people sample his music. You very get a sample from Michael when they originally asked, like the executive rep, they was like, you know, this up and coming group, they want to sample. I love that shit. That's probably one of my favorite sounds. One of my favorite songs. And um. He immediately said no. And they were like, oh, these this girl's SWV, they really wanted to sample it. And Michael Jackson said, you mean sisters with voices? Yes, they can sample it. <laughs> he called them by their full government name. Not government name, sis. It's a Michael name. Jackson <laughs> is a fan of SWV. So I'm sorry, escape. Y'all ain't winning this one, but I'm about to be tuned in. Yeah, make sure you put, make sure you send me the reminder for that because I, I yeah, <laughs> I need to be in the building for that. It's gonna um, be rocking in this motherfucker. That yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. The TVs with the smart apps and the things. I'm gonna I ain't mad at it. I'm probably gonna put it on the TV and uh, let the Apple TV, you know, pay I'm for itself. I guess. celebrate my newfound freedom. But I don't know. I have to have it before I can celebrate it. Just know, y'all, some good things is on the horizon. Yes, they are. Um, at the end of I this week, other church announcements. I ain't been with the shit this week. I just ain't been feeling the best. I don't know. Full moon, Scorpio, and retrograde. I don't know. I ain't been a hundred, hundred. I ain't. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm here. You, you know what? I ain't even took my edible yet, y'all. Oh shit! I took my edible. Like, oh, well, let me not. When say I that. say I am just here, I am just here. Well, um, I did get something a church announcement or anything, but I did uh, consult the good friend Gigi, and I went um to go find somebody to do something to my nails because the last time I saw Shay, she gave me the little bitch. I don't know. Um, what you're gonna do? I know you can't find two. I get it, but the thing is, you, you've committed, <laughs> and um, you need to do something about these fucking nails because I'm sick of seeing this shit. But you didn't hit this shit on your fucking nails for two months, so <clears throat> I went. I promise you, I was just high. I, <laughs> I, I hadn't. I wasn't judging your nails. Yes, you were. You were I judging. Was, you I were. So, girl, let me tell you. Toe off. <laughs> you can't take none of them faces for nothing. There's no value behind them. I was toe off. Oh, you didn't shot me a look at one point because you looked at my nails and then you looked up at me and then you looked at my nails and then you turned around to whoever it was that was singing. And I said to myself, you know, my friend's not subtle. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just. just even in her highness, the things that she won't say, she doesn't have to. This motherfucker right here. I was probably con- contemplating something that had nothing to do with your nails. <laughs> it was weird. Well, I went, I went to the people 
uh, over there uh, off of um, North Avenue. You know where that Dunkin' Donuts is on Never Again, and it's a um, yeah, yeah. I went in the nail shop over there. They did a pretty good job. I mean, it's not like some sous shit. You know what I'm saying? But it'll get me over in for the next few weeks until I can do some searching for Sue. Um, <clears throat> but that's all I got. So, um, we can get to this bullshit because, um, uh, again, I live in the front-facing apartment, but more moreover, I didn't put the air conditioners in yet because I didn't know it was going to get this hot, so I'm sitting in here with no fans on, so let's just get this over with so I can not be in hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that note, we have three shows this week. We have <laughs> Couples Therapy, Black Ink Crew New York, and the season finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. How do you want to take this shit? You know what? Um, I think we should do it in the order that you just said. <laughs> couples you... therapy. Couples therapy. Each one's couples therapy. Uh, season one, episode two, The Ring of Fire. So, Okay, this episode is basically Ray J giving a bitch fit and the couples having these very tough conversations, right? But it basically starts with Ray J and he is basically crying because Princess said that she found out about them getting a divorce on the internet and that she wasn't telling the whole story. So... Um, he then goes sits down with Jody Mama and um Miss AJ. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but technically you are Jody's mama. Um and he tells her, I don't I wanna tell you the whole story, da da da. And she's like, Okay, but so why are you she's she she he then says, like, you know, I'm trying to do stuff, I'm trying to make my marriage right, da 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 da. And then she asks a very simple question. Why are you here? And he's like, exactly. And he jumps up and he kind of leaves. No, she asked him why was he with Princess. Right. Because he was saying that she was lying on him, that she was trying to sabotage him and shit. And then she said, if it's like that, then why are you with her? Which Ray J stood up and said, thank you. (laughs) You just validated something for me. You're right. Say less. There's nothing more to discuss. Why am I with her? That's a good motherfucking question. And if I don't have an answer to that motherfucker by now, thank you, Miss AJ. Deuces. You know what, though? I felt like he kind of got into a, a baby-esque mode, though, in that. because Oh, he was being having a whole hissy fit. Because she said something to him, and she was like, she said something to him about like you you have to sit in and do things like an adult sometimes. You can't just run when the shit get hot and you don't want to answer a question. You, you gotta stop this. And I, it was something towards that effect. It wasn't put that nicely. I do remember there was a curse word in it, but I can't remember right now because I'm high. And he then literally acts like a four-year-old. But that's something Ray J does a lot. A lot. He does that a lot. He has hold on temper tantrums when he's not getting his way. 
And it makes me feel bad for Princess and anybody who's been with him, really, because this is how he's functioning as a 40-some-odd-year-old man. Yeah, how old is Ray J? Let me consult Google Asia while you... He, I think he is four or six years older than me. I thought it was four, but I could be wrong. It might be three, but I, I still say he's 40, 41. <clears throat> Nineteen-eighty-one. Ah, he's forty. Nineteen-eighty-one. He's forty. January seventeenth, nineteen-eighty-one. So he just turned forty. Yeah. You're a forty-year-old man. This is how you're acting at forty. This is your highest level of matur
I mean, I don't really feel like I should say it again. So, hey, listen, you you chose to marry this big dumbass baby, and then you mad because you married a baby. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, I don't either. Who you want to go with next? Um, let's get delicious out the way. Yeah, because you know they are very newly married. Mm-hmm. So they. Months. Yeah, so they. The, what I really wanted to talk about with them was not necessarily them together, but them separately. The conversations that they both had with Mendeecees and Yandy. Mm. Okay. Because, you know, um, Raymond and Mendeecees was having a conversation about being locked up and right. feeling the sense of losing and you don't know. And you're wanting so much. And then Yandy and Delicious, even though Delicious hasn't been in this, this specific spot, she's dealing with the aftermath of him coming out falsely accused and the things that they go through being out of prison. Whereas Yandy is like, listen, he keep bringing up this petty bullshit and I'm talking to this motherfucker every day. If I'm talking to you every fucking day, why the fuck I gotta send you an email too? My nigga, what? I... Here's my thing though. He's saying she wasn't calling every day. She wasn't talking to him like that. That she putting on for TV. And Yandy has been accused before of putting on for TV. So I can't say that she don't be putting on for TV. Shay, 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 Shay. We know she put on for TV. And this is not a, a shady comment towards Yandy. I actually like Yandy. But we know she put yeah. on for TV. The girl had a whole fucking wedding produced by VH1 and did not marry this nigga. They're not legally married. I don't know if they're legally married today. Today. We know she put on for TV. The so, big white dress, the fucking flower girl, the, the, wedding, the little boy with the rain. It's the man got point. Just like you could go to the club and pick up your phone and do the camera and do the videos for the Instagrams and the TikToks and shit, you could take five minutes and say, hey, boo, thinking of you. The nigga's locked up. All he has to look forward to is emails and phone calls and days without not being sodomized. Now, so, the, the difference between Raymond and, and Mendeecees is the obvious. Raymond was sent to jail for something that he did not do. We know Mendeecees did that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he said so, it so innocently on the family reunion. <laughs> May have gotten locked up for conspiracy to sell 47 kilos of coke. Nigga, 47? <laughs> Are you a dealer or the connect? Are you ghost? Are you the real life ghost? <laughs> I mean, it's it. <laughs> you the real life ghost, my nigga. Like, God, it totally damn. fits. God damn, <laughs> forty. Look, y'all, we about to go on field trips. So I think I'm about to go outside. Go outside and do what? Just get some air. <laughs> Girl, I wish I had that option. You know, you know, it's the West Side. You know, uh, you know, where I live. Um, I just listen. The way that they were locked up for me, sometimes I. I can't feel bad for Mendeecees being in jail because you did this shit. 
You said that you did it. And now you, I mean, she, okay. This is the part where it got a little weird to me was, I, I know we're supposed to be talking about um, um, Delicious and Raymond, but this was weird. They're talking to each other in the ring of fire. And he says to her, she, she asks him, would you have hold, held me down if I was locked up? And then DC's looked up dead in her motherfucking face and said, I don't know if I could do that for you. I'm trying to get you an out. You wouldn't take it. Here's my thing. I was like, what? And this is just me. The moment he said that shit, that would have been in the scene, in the show, in the marriage, in the relationship. Fuck you mean you don't know if you would have held me down the same after I held your ass down for four years, ten months, and three days. And then he what you mean you don't too? know? Didn't he do a bid before this too? Because it was a while that Mendes wasn't on the show before this. I don't know about before this, but I do know that motherfucker, you can't tell me you don't know if you would hold me down after I held you down. I don't give a fuck if you don't mean it. Your answer should have been, hell yeah, she held me down. And the fact that it wasn't, oh, microphones would have been coming off. That would have like he could have never spoke to me again. I would have went home, I'd have packed all my shit or not. And he would have never heard from me. And I would have never spoke to him again. How could you say that on TV that you don't know you would hold me if you would hold me down after I just held you down? You and your kids. Hey, they did with Judy. Hey, they did with all kinds of fuck shit. Lemon DC's mama. All Her dyke ass mama. Look, y'all. I couldn't remember her name. I can't remember what her name is either. And I called her what I called her because she's a bitch. Yeah, she's an asshole. She is an asshole. Because she was up there straight tripping. Mm-hmm. The last reunion that she did, she went nuts. And I was like, girl, you ain't got to do this. Not on TV. You ain't got to sign for the holes on the TV. Come on now. No. But, I mean, for me, it was so disrespectful that you sat in this girl's face literally after doing the bid with you. And if I knew how to spell his name, I would google shit. I don't really know how to spell his name. I spell his name different every time I type it. Um, But Mendici? She wrote for you the entire time. And maybe and even if she wasn't able to talk to you every day or every other day, whatever. They, yeah, he's absolutely right. My nigga. Okay, you want me to talk to you every fucking day? That's great. But how the fuck we gonna pay these bills? When I say we, I mean I. Because these bills ain't going nowhere. And you're an additional bill being in jail because that's enough, that's that's some more motherfucker man I got to put on your books when you could just be here. But, you know, whatever. I totally understand. I mean, I would have talked to you every day and I love you. But the thing is, these bills. And you keep talking about something that I feel is very irrelevant. She's right. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. 
But at the same time, I don't think just pinning an email, he's not asking you to write a novel every day. You could send him them same pictures that you be putting on Instagram. And put reach out to the motherfucker. Send it it to him first and then post it on Instagram once you see the other kind of shit. I mean, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. It's just shit. That takes five minutes. Get a man five minutes. It's different because Raymond was in jail for no motherfucking reason. He's gotten out now and he's he's he doesn't even you can tell from the previews of next week that they're gonna get into him not being he doesn't know how to treat her like romantically and you know that he loves her you know that delicious loves him but i think he he reads to me tell me if i'm wrong or if you agree or disagree he reads to me every time he looks at her it looks to me as if he's thinking, "I'm so in love with her. How did I fall in so? Uh, how did someone that is so beautiful and so so lovely and so gorgeous and get this fat ass? How did she settle for me?" And I think he's he's doing that internal battle. Like, why is she? Really Sir, I'm not gonna tell you she don't love you because I don't believe it. I think she really genuinely oh, likes genuine. you and oh, loves him. Yes. But you were interesting because of that settlement. You know, she didn't, didn't want, want to be she, the you to not a. That. I didn't want to be the I'm one. I'm not to say saying that. that she necessarily was, you know, after you because she was trying to be kept. Because, like she said, you hit her up first. She was just with the shit. And part of the reason why she was with the shit because you easy on the eyes. Yeah. And you had just got that settlement. Baby, I'm sorry. You don't go on flavor of love for flavor flake. Yeah, I mean, and and did have a relationship with him afterwards. Her and Bridget Kelly was the only two people that he that Flav actually had a a, a, a relationship with. The first winner of Flavor of Love, which I don't remember who it was to this day, but I do remember that was the season with New York in it. Um. The first girl that won didn't even talk to him afterwards. You know, I'm out here in this Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm trying to remember trying what the girl's name is. But either way, I, I I, don't think that she doesn't love him. I think that they're having this weird thing. Hoops! Wasn't the first one hoops? Hoops, yes. Who yes. then went, went, went with Shaq? Come on now. I don't even understand that one. Jack, why would you lower your standards, sir? Um, <laughs> the girl was on reality TV willing to sleep with Flavor Flav for Pete's sake. Okay. I shouldn't say that that way because Flavor Flav is probably one of the most iconic musicians, rappers. Like he's cre- he's a he's a definitely a, a create a, a creative before creative was a thing. You know, he branded himself in a way that... I mean, the man is a, really a marketing genius, if you ask me. And so I'm not shitting on Flavor Flav. What I am saying is, is that women went on TV to bid and win every week to sleep with Flavor Flav to have that body. 
that's the body that they wanted. It's not the body that's the issue. For me, it's the safe. I mean, fair. I mean, even the sounds of the West Side are alarmed by. <laughs> but here's the thing. Flay Flay looks just like his mama. Oh. And she sings like just, the sweetest lady, right? I just feel like the image of her. I just feel like that horn blew at the right time. It was it was like, hey, <laughs> cut that out. I'm not gonna say what I wanna say. I'm just gonna say he looked just like him mama. Ooh. There was no other way for him to look. Oh Jesus. And somebody was taking down Flavor Flay Mama. Look. Everybody need love. I know, that's right. So I'm just, I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, God. Somebody, you know, she one of them people that you just got to get to know. All right, moving on. We're not going to do this. You got to fall in love with her personality. <laughs> She got to be a damn good cook. She got to make the best peach cobbler, nana pudding, and sweet potato pie. Mm -hmm. She got to keep an immaculate house. And she got to suck dick like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. All right. All right. Uh, Let's let's go. I have a feeling that Mama Flame, vroom, vroom, bitch, you show them. Get Superhead to run for her money. That's where Superhead got it from. Uh, speaking of hoes, uh, speak, let's let's talk, let's do Michael Blackson and Rada because this was. I don't know why they on the show. This was so funny to me because he's like, first off, I can understand what Rada's saying in regards to, hey, every time I talk to this motherfucker because he's a comedian, everything's a fucking joke with him. She's not wrong. Trying to talk to him is kind of like trying to talk to a brick wall because when you talk to a comedian of that nature and you put a camera in front of him, he gonna act a fool because that's what he get paid to do. When she's really trying to tell him, uh, hey, hey, the reason why I broke up with you wasn't because of you. Well, it was you, per se. Um, I don't want to be with a different bitch every night. My fantasy is not watching you fuck another bitch, which he made a joke out of that. I'm confused with that. I don't... He made a joke out of that. He did. Here's the thing, though. Ryder. Michael Blackson is in the same category as Flavor Flav and his mama, right? (laughs) So you have to understand he can't turn down nobody willing to give him pussy ever. <laughs> For the rest of his life, he got to take all the pussy that is thrown at him. Sometimes you're going to see repeat pussies come through the door. You have to be okay with that. This motherfucker is the definition of funny <sighs> niggas get pussy. Because if the nigga wasn't funny. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. So, and like, he ain't, he on wilding out, you know, they back, kind of, you know, so his money was, you know, when it's not solid. Like, he only worth like one, two million. He ain't even worth much. He ain't even got a Netflix special. So you, he can't not turn, he can't, he has to, all the pussy that is offered him, he has to have. 
And it's, you, you got to be okay with that. Now, I'm not mad at her. See, the problem is they don't like the same kind of bitches. Right. M- Michael will fuck anything because he has to. And she wants a classier bitch. Well, because... classy bitches ain't fucking Michael Black. No. Oh, no. I probably shouldn't have said that because you fucking Michael Blackson and you think you're classy. But baby, <laughs> no. You showed up on national TV and then told the whole world that you want Michael Blackson by yourself. <laughs> you want that nigga to be your man. All right, man. <laughs> you want to be him one and only. <laughs> That tells me that that motherfucker's hung like a stallion. Yep. <laughs> and he got that rose type tongue. Because there's no way. He ain't got it. It's not enough money. He ain't got <laughs> enough money for it to be about money. You genuinely like this ugly motherfucker. And other people need love. Everybody need love. I have a feeling that Michael Blackson is not a mean guy. I think he's probably the sweetest person on earth. But you know what, though? And they say this about comedians, too. Comedians tell jokes because they, if, if they were to tell what really happened, they would, they would just ball up and cry and break down and, like, not. You know what I mean? So and I get the feeling so get that, that he's a nice person. So if he's nice as he is, he do work. Yeah, you know I mean, he ain't uh, he ain't rich or nothing. But you ain't got. He's not a nigga that needs to be kept. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he seems like he's very freaky and very funny. And you gonna go some places that got different zip codes and area codes and country names and regions. And you are gonna have some life experiences. And then eventually you are gonna have to push out of like. Kenyan, Nigerian, I don't know where from, a football team, like a, a Jamaican bobsled team full of kids because, and I think that's what she but wants. Rada, but Rada, Rada, and, and the crazy yes, part about it is that serious. and then Rada, for me, Rada can go out in here in these streets and get anybody she wants. The girl but she is wants gorgeous, it. but she wants Michael Blackson to act right. What? <laughs> What? It's the end of this show. I just can't believe it. What? Act right. He can't, ma'am. He's got to remain funny so he can continue to get pussy. Now, there's nothing wrong with having an open relationship where you be able to bring a person or whatever, you know what I'm saying, into your relationship when you feel like it. There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is. I'm saying, like, if we stop fucking bitches. I'm just going to start lying to you and then it's going to become cheating and I don't want to do that. But my problem with that is too, okay, when he brought that to you, you assumed that it was going to be one thing. And when it turned out to be something completely different, now you have an issue with it. Well, if you have an issue with it now that it's turned into something completely different, you then should probably leave him. Because he's telling you who he is. And yes, he's funny, no, not so attractive. But listen, he's a funny guy. Nine times out of ten, he has a great personality. He's probably really cool to kick it with. Just him being like Mike at the crib, like chilling. Like he's probably a really good guy to, to be around, right? 
but you deserve better than somebody telling you that this is what they want and you don't want that. Because if that's not what you want, then why did you sign up for this? Why did you tell him that it was okay? I because you, no idea. Because you thought it was not going to be as... Uh, I know why you thought it. You didn't I, think you was going to be able to pull off this many bitches. But you got to understand something. There are some females that when Michael Blackson tall ass, tall ass, lean his, his linky ass body over their shoulder and say whatever the fuck it is that he say to them, there's going to be a possibility that, that whatever he's saying to her, which probably sometimes could just be hello, depending on the bitch, uh, you know, you have to accept that sometimes there are going to be creatures that come past your doorway. That is not Michael Blackson. That one right there is just something that's a whole nother... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Personal. And I don't think it's his face. That's no, a- he's a little. He's like an annoying little brother. Yeah, he's definitely a tip drill nigga though. It's because it's got to be the dick. Because it ain't your face. That's a tip drill. It's got to be massive. Oh, it's you stupid. over there with the Lulu warrior. Look. <laughs> One on VH1, he probably showed it to us. Yeah. He does look like he got a filter for nothing. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just we waiting on couples. Oh, yeah, we had Rashida and Kirk, which was. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, Jody's mama asked the question. They were playing this game. And you had to step up if you, uh, you know, if you've gotten over whatever it is that she said. So, she then said, okay, have we gotten over infidelities? Kirk took a step forward. And everybody was like, nigga. <laughs> My nigga. Um, wait. But here's the thing. It's easy for him to get over. Because he's not the one that was cheated on. So I understand why he took a step forward. But then when they got that ass in that confessional, that's the most Kirk has ever talked in life. Oh, yeah. He said, said, y'all keep asking me how did we get to the point where I cheated on Rashida. We wasn't really fucking together. It was a business relationship. When you go home, you try to rub on your wife and she don't want to be bothered with you. We was headed to divorce. Y'all acting like I was out here like sneaking. No, there was nothing at home. So I just so happened to stick my dick in this little girl and I had a baby with her. And this is the result of what happened. So But we done got past that. And I'm tired of I'm tired of still talking about it. Yes, I've gotten past it. You have. Your wife ain't. Yeah, no. Because then Rashida was like, well, you know, at the time, and I don't even know that he knew this, but, you know, I was going through my postpartum depression. I had never knew what it was. I had never been through it. And, you know, I I was pushing him away. I don't think that that excuses him. You know, I don't that doesn't excuse any actions. You know, I take full responsibility for the way I treated him. It still don't give you the right to go out and have a fucking baby. Like, honestly, if you want to cheat, 
The least you can do is use a condom. Thank you. As far as as far as she told her, they was in a whole relationship. But you girl. have a wife that you go home to. So unless we for real divorce, you still have to use a condom. Still, I mean, come on now. Just base level respect for me as a person, knowing that sometimes you might come and lay up next to my body or do some <sighs> a vacuum thing. Kirk ain't got no lips. I see that's probably the issue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's one of my favorite Lil' Kim songs. I know the dude named Jimmy used to run up in me. I'm gonna get to the hook because I don't want dick tonight. Don't eat my pussy right. That's my mama's favorite Lil' Kim song. I was so embarrassed. But <laughs> like she knew all the words. All along. And she would get hype on the course, man. <laughs> the way my mama would yell, eat your pussy, right? I just... Alright, y'all. This has been another episode of Reality the Pod. I didn't <laughs> um... Do you have any shout-outs? Or altar calls? Or taps on the shoulder? Or anything to that nature? Uh, Ray J. <laughs> oh, God. If you don't want to be with Princess, if you really just here to figure it out, but you really know you really ain't really feeling her, just let it. Can't do nothing better than let let it go. (laughs) Shit, man. That's what I used to like, Ray J. Every now and then, it invades a man. <laughs> Crazy through the hard time with them big ass jeans on. Um, them was hot, you know. <laughs> Back in the day, that shit used to be the shit. You know? People on them flip phones, baby. Okay, or that big ass dumb ass brick ass phone. You know the big Motorola ones they used to have. Oh, and they, they had a whole carrying case in it. The damn thing, damn, they hit your fucking kneecaps. <laughs> I put her one, and she had one in her caddy. <laughs> that was the thing back in the day. Car phones, like a physical phone in the car. I don't even know how they got those things to work, but whatever. Uh, Either, because that was before the, you know, the towers and stuff and things that make cellular networks work. Yeah, this is way before, you know, way before your time. Uh, my broke best friend way before your time um, only thing I did want to say about this episode was Rada this is just a tap on the shoulder sweetie listen he's showing you who he is believe him just believe him he's showing you who he is so don't be mad our hoes Stop getting with niggas expecting them to change. You have to accept the motherfucker as yes they are. Is. As is. As, as is. Like as he is. Go on now. Yeah, don't. It just, don't he showed you who he was. Believe it. He, he got to fight hard. Hard. To find somebody that's going to be in love with Michael Blackson. So you ain't it. Get the motherfucker. He got to get back out there. 
believe him. Believe him. Believe who he is. I'm just saying. All right. Um, we're gonna Let's take a. You are... Oh, you want to take a break? Yeah, we're gonna take a short break. Um, uh, and then when we come back, um, we will come back with the Black Ink Crew season nine, episode two, new levels, new devils. We'll be right back. Oh, new levels and new devils. But is it really new? And we are back. Yes, um, we are back um, with um, Black Ink Crew Season 9, Episode 2, New Levels, New Devils. So, it picks up from last week and um, Walt is basically, but Walt admits that, you know, he didn't break into 125th. Yeah, but, okay. But he did take some money from the um from the register and stuff like that, and then he was trying to you know make ways to make it up, um you know before somebody could even see it before somebody could you know what I'm saying you know see it whatever. So season Ted, I'm looking at him like my nigga, are you fucking serious? And um basically, season was like, okay, but my nigga, we're done. Like we're done because, like he did said, you see the- what he did though. This nigga walked in the shop, took the money out the register. Yeah, he was doing all kinds of crazy the, shit. Took the money out the hiding spot. Took the tattoo guns. Then did the, the other the the really pretty girl. Um, I don't remember what her name is. I think um, her name is Crystal. But yeah, he also Crystal. took the gold caps. Yeah, the gold the caps. Fake teeth. He took the. Then Crystal said that um, what he was doing was say a tattoo cost. The, the artist said to take the tattoo is eight hundred dollars. He would tell the customer, okay, well the tattoo is going to be twelve hundred. And then he would pocket whatever money he got from the customer and give the the what you know give them whatever percentage of the eight hundred dollars they get. That that's that's calculated to me. Right, and you've been doing that for a while. Yeah, you made it seem like you just stole took money one time. Nah, you've been skimming the shop for a minute, bro. And now you back behind on child support again. You know his baby mama's in Chicago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So and be okay. So he's saying that the 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 Pandora put him in a, a predicament because he wasn't able to do shows and things of that nature, and he wasn't able to go to the shop. He's then because when he was talking to Puma, and he was like, "I tried to reach out to C's and he wasn't getting back to me." And da 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 da. C's's point is, my nigga. Whether I got back to you or not, and I think Ted said this. Um, even if you would have left a fucking note and said, "Okay, uh, I owe such 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 Walter," then this wouldn't be a big fucking deal. Cause your family, you've been there since day one. You've been there since all y'all motherfuckers were sleeping in the back of the shop because you couldn't Thank afford you. to live nowhere. Thank you. So these not motherfuckers that's gonna turn a back on you. Ever. 
And now you have given them no choice. You just you... gave up on your family. Because when he's talking to Puma, and Puma's like legitimately like, my nigga, why? 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 Why did you do this? Why? He's like, you didn't even come to me. Because I'm, I'm telling you, bro. And I bet that was the donuts on this. If he really reached out to Ted, if he would have reached out to um to, to Puma to get Cease to call him, nine times out of ten, that's exactly what would have happened because Puma would have said, say less, hold on one second, and put Cease on the phone, and that would have been it. I don't know. There's people out here. Even, uh, uh, not ain't shit. Ain't shit can't do nothing for you. But Donna would have let you sleep on her couch. Yeah! She had your money. You could have been selling that CBD juice with her. You could have did something. You could have did the photography for it. You could have did something. Artwork is getting... You could have did any fucking thing. You don't even do anything at the fucking shops. What was that? Season 7? He was trying to get an apartment and they did a whole fucking calendar for you? These yeah. are not motherfuckers that are gonna let you not eat. Like, I don't understand your reason. I just don't. I feel really bad. But sometimes you gotta leave people where you don't matter. I don't care about a house because, whole trying, life. Yeah, I remember that because he was trying to get a house because something happened and he ended up in the projects and they ended up tracking him down to the projects. And that's when I don't know if you've gotten this far yet. And that's I when, have. huh? I have. Okay. And that's when they say, okay, well, we don't want you in the motherfucking projects. That shit is fucking unsafe. It's not only unsafe for you, it's unsafe for us and the filming crew to film here. So no, my nigga, you can't live in this. You can't live here. More importantly, you need to get your kids back. So, um, but they did a whole calendar for him so that he could get the money. They did to a make the shot. They even went they, to like the casino and tried to yeah, flip the money they made. Yeah. This these are not people that are gonna judge you for needing money. They they never have. I don't understand his reason. And I'm with Puma. I believe you robbed the shop. That looked like fucking Walt. That looked like your Walt. That looked like Walt. But then the new girl, I think her name is Crystal. Crystal come and she gave all the tea. Oh, well, if you was on the fence about this motherfucker. This is what he been doing over here. I said, well. <laughs> Mama came in there and said, glasses, everyone, glasses. Let me spill this tea. Glasses. Puma, what? <laughs> she's spilling that tea. Puma and she's in the back of the shop. Then they're holding on to each other. Because she kept coming with layers. She was like, I seen him take money out the register. Oh, he been... Overcharging my clients for my work and taking the difference and keeping it for himself. Oh, like that day of the job, he came in drunk and came in. It's not his day to be in, and he came right in and counted the money. He knew exactly how much money was there. Boom. Then he said, Yeah, I just came in to, uh, to count my money. So I'm just sitting there like, Damn, sis, you you ain't even lit. You ain't like, Sis was, was trying to give the motherfucker benefit of the doubt. But after that, Ain't nothing I could do. Like, he's dead. He's not welcome here. Don't even talk to me about him. As a matter of fact, y'all don't even fuck with him. He's no longer family. Like, that, that nigga's dead dead. But you know what, though? What I, did, what I did resonate with was Puma. Because Puma was like, look, while I understand we not supposed to be fucking with this nigga, I just, I just, I... 
I need to somebody got to be the one. Somebody got to be the one to check on them. I, I need to understand why, but I also need to be the one to check on them because I know you niggas ain't. We damn sure know Ted ain't got nothing. You, you too. I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out why Ted got a job, but that's neither here nor there. But then again, nepotism. that's why Ted got a job. Oh, and because Ted got them hands. <laughs> yeah, Ted if got C's hands. Go, if she's go, Ted go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she sees herself when they beat up Alex. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ted got them the fucking hands. Are you flailing in the wind? <laughs> She was hilarious. I was like, Alex, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just. You know how on Family Guy they had that one skit where the guy is selling them inflatable wacky arm dudes? I don't, I don't That's exactly how Alex looked like before he hit that table. <laughs> His arms was just flailing and Teddy was whooping ass. He didn't even really get that many hits in. They keep talking about he was dumb. Nah, that was just Teddy with his ass. (laughs) Security and caught season where he got more than one or two hits off. (laughs) That was all Ted. He wasn't jumping off one nigga. (laughs) And then he went into the confessionals and was like, they jumped me? Nah, nigga, nah. That was Ted. (laughs) And then they played it over. I'm like, okay, see, he did piss the bitch, but uh, that's it? (laughs) That's all Ted. (laughs) That motherfucker took you from the top rope like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Put an atomic elbow on your ass. Damn, that shit was so funny. Oh my god! You got to smell what the rock was cooking that night. And I, and I can't even remember why the fuck he picked that fight because it was all Alex. And Alex picked that fucking fight because Alex was the one that tried to swing on T's first. And that's why Teddy whooped his ass. But I mean, Cease was walking up on me, so if you're walking up on me, you gonna fight. But it's just Alex. You could have let Cease handle that. Does Alex peg you as somebody that's whooping ass? No. He don't peg me as no ass whooper or no vagina slayer. Just gotta say that. I was just gonna say that. So y'all ain't have to do him like that. But <laughs> that's how y'all should have did walk. <laughs> right. But y'all just let him walk on, and that's because that's that's long time. That's long time. They go back to like elementary. Yeah, they're like they've known each other. I think C said they know each other for twenty years. Cause you know we're all in the same age demographic. C's is like C's might be forty, might be. I think he's a little older than us. I think he's like forty two or forty four, but um, still in the same age range. I just. Hold on, I'm, I'm finna, let's consult. Uh, Emmanuel, you know his name is Emmanuel Caesar, right? I thought his name was David. Mm-mm-mm. Well, yeah, mm. yeah, it is not David. I think is David his middle name? Um, his last name is Emmanuel. Yeah, his name is. I think his name is David Emmanuel. Okay, well, hold on. Let's see. But it's not Caesar. Caesar is a. No. Oh my God. Damn, nigga, you ain't got a Wikipedia? I am. I'm talking about Caesar. Oh, Caesar ain't got no Wikipedia? Nope. (coughs) Excuse me, who's here? 
When is Caesar's birthday? That's all I want to know. Age. There you go. He's 41. Oh, that's why he be so emotional. When is his birthday? Six, five. He a Gemini? Uh Uh-huh. They got two sides to them. Mean and meaner. Meaner, yeah. (laughs) They are mean. Oh, my gosh. Very mean, yeah. So, all I'm saying is that, look, at the end of the day, if Caesar's around 41, all of them niggas is around 41. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Ted. I'm talking about Walt. You know, they've been together. And, and Puma. They've been together through thick and fucking thin. See, how many seasons? I think you're still in seasons that he still ain't fucking with Puma. He didn't fuck with Puma for a long time. Couldn't nobody say nothing bad about him, but he didn't fuck with Puma for a long time. Yeah. So, if he was able to forgive Puma, which the sugar Puma was so fucking, that fucking chicken wing incident was so stupid. That shit was stupid. It was stupid. But, but, you know, it's like, look. And Puma don't need to drop no chicken. Puma need to eat every wing he comes from. <laughs> Listen, Puma done caught his bag. He fixed his teeth. You know what I'm saying? He let them holes know it ain't cheap. But see, but Puma's always been a good guy. Walt, you've always been a good guy. Everybody's been able to relate to Walt in some way, shape, form, or fashion when Walt is being Walt. Walt goes down his, you know what I'm saying, his anxiety and depression, you know, you know, states of, of mind. And, and listen, there's no shade to it. Everybody has their day. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, is that you have a support system that has been filming you for a long time now. At bare minimum, nine seasons. So it's about seven years, seven to eight years that they've been filming you. This relationship that you have with these men and women. Because Tati wouldn't have left him out there like that. Tati bought a whole whole motherfucking house and all of her and her people stay in that motherfucker. She would buy a house for herself. Come on now. They even said it in the episode. We're not talking about Walt and Walt drinking. What Walt been fucking with some booger sugar or some needles in his arms or some pipes crossed his lips. He's got a drug problem. His wife didn't even know. Remember when they cut the scene to her? It's her and her and uh uh Walt are talking, and she knew about one time that he did something. But then she didn't know about all the other shit that he was doing. And she was like, are you fucking serious? I wouldn't, if I'm Caesar, I'd do you the same motherfucking way. To be honest with you, I'm surprised that Caesar is letting him film. It's the one, because when you film, you get money per episode. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Caesar didn't take that money from him. But you know, because he's petty again, he's Gemini, he's just he's mean and meaner. But Caesar didn't even take that bag from me because he's going to be on episodes this season, which means he's going to get paid. Which means, why the fuck didn't you go to Caesar if he's continuing to let you get paid? When your name comes across the motherfucking credits in the beginning, you're getting a check no matter what. 
didn't take that from you. So the man that wouldn't take that from you, you stole out of the shop. You you so you basically stole your own money. That's what you're saying. Basically. I'm pretty sure that Shay knows a little bit too much about me. I'm pretty sure she does. Because I tell her stupid shit all the time. And um, I think she, her and I have this, this kind of relationship where she knows what makes me tick. And she doesn't present things to me in a way that I won't understand it or be pissed off. But more importantly, if and when I have to ask for a bit of financial assistance, Shay doesn't give me anything that she doesn't expect to get back. Because she gets it back. Because when I ask her, I ask her. That's it. She says no, it's no. But I ask. You have so many doors open to you, Walter. You could have went to VH1 and asked for an advance. You, th- you, there's no way. You're this far behind on child support. There's no way that that's the excuse. That's been his story the whole time. Like season one, you was down fifty. Like nigga. Either get a vasectomy or start buying condoms. Wait a minute. They keep a whole cookie jar full of them shits at Black Ink. Do yourself in the world of flavor and stop creo-creating. Creo-creating? You can't take it. I, uh, you know, I was over here playing with one of them little sticks, you know. And it, just, <laughs> it, just, it just caught up with my ass. <laughs> That's why I was on the field trip. I had lost, had almost lost my word. <laughs> Whoa, creative. I'm tired. Look, y'all. I just, help Walt, you got to make, make, make better decisions, man. This, that's really all this episode was Walt. about. You got to make better decisions. And you are damn lucky that C's ain't, still is not taking the bag from you. You are damn lucky. That's I don't. Uh, but he never took it from Puma, really. Mm-hmm. When Puma opened up his own shop, they, they filmed. Like, they filmed. Yeah, for a while, for a few seasons, they filmed in Puma's shop. They filmed in Season's shop. So, Season ain't that kind of motherfucker. Even when he wasn't fucking with Puma per se. Puma still got a black ink check. Yes, he did. He sure the fuck did. Even with Alex and Donna, they still got a black ink check. Yep. Once he put you on, he put you on. That's it. Like, like or hate him. If you is squad, C's make sure you eat. Period. Like, even with, because, uh, um, I was wondering what the fuck Bay was. Bay has her own shop. But do you I do, know that shit? First off, I'm going to go. I got to go see Bay. I got to go. That, that girl is. Man, oh, she, her tattoos are amazing. She's so dope. But you think 
when Ted went over there and she was like, Let me, I'm gonna tell you something, I'm gonna let you know when I let you know, kind of thing. And um, he like, All right, cool. Even if she decides to come not come not come back to black ink, you think he gonna cut her out of a fucking black ink check? Hell no. Nope. These motherfuckers with the Tokyo to find her mom. These motherfuckers brought her back from Tokyo. And, put her ink and let her get a black ink check. Wait a minute, was it Tokyo or North Korea? I don't remember. No, she is Korean. She's okay. She, I think she's from North Korea. No. I think it is Korea. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, but um, th- listen, they took, they went to go get her mama. Her mama wasn't ready to go. They sent for her mama, brought her on the show, and gave her mama check. The the woman does not know English. They were subtitles the entire time, and gave her. She check. knew a few words. <laughs> she, mama said. I like shopping. I love America. <laughs> I think they ended up getting her in the Hennessy at one point. Bitch. Mama. <laughs> shop. She was the part-time receptionist. Can't speak no English. Please ain't that tight. Like, if he fuck with you, you eat. Now, I don't know extend walk that courtesy, but. Once you steal your bag from yourself instead of asking me, can I borrow it? And that's dead. I listen, let me tell you something. There's a certain. I know that this is Tammy speaking. And the people that know me know certain things that I do. So I trust me, I know that I'm saying I'm gonna say this. It's a difference between going to big box retail. And taking an item or two versus going in your friend's purse and going in their cash register and leaving the shop open, this and that, and da, 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 da. that's going in your friend's purse. There's a huge difference in it. I'm not gonna down myself in that way, you know what I'm saying? Because if my one friend don't got it, then maybe I don't need it. Maybe I'll be able to get by without it. Whatever the fuck it is. But I'm not going to not ask. Because that's my friend. You didn't even give them the opportunity to fucking look out for you. Every time Wallace got into something, because you're, you're rewatching the old seasons. Every I'm, time Walter, every I'm, time, out. I'm almost done. Every time Walter has gotten into something, he's never told them. No. Never told them. They had it always to comes out, out here. Stop drinking or something, and they like, "Oh, Walt tripping, yo. Let's go see what's wrong with Walt." Nah, Walt, open your mouth. Sometimes I feel like in, in this situation, this is it's like a. I think that Walt don't really know how much they really genuinely care about him. They genuinely care about him. That's the kind of care that a buy your friend an air conditioner for her studio apartment and say, bitch, I know you ain't got the money for it, but, you know, pay, pay me when you can. If you do, that's fine. I, you don't have to. Look, Chicago that's that has kind of two friend. seasons. We got winter, we got summer. That's it. Fall and spring are a myth. That's a, the weekend before that the, the change happens. Yeah, yeah. 
So you you can't be in here hot. Like, I, look, I just had to get get my system a trial run today, cause it, you know when people get to the turning on ovens and shit, it, it got hot. Yeah, listen, let me tell you something. Uh, I'm finna um get somebody over here to help me put them air conditions in these windows. I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do something. This ain't the move. <laughs> this is not the move. I can't stand this. Look, y'all, I'm tired of talking about Walt. Let's get to these queens. This is season finale. Okay. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season 13, episode episode 16. RuPaul's Drag Race grand finale. Bam, 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 bam. Um, we have four queens. We had Candy Muse, uh, Simone, uh, Got Mick, and Rosé. So, this is the way the cookie crumble, bro. They spun a wheel. The wheel landed on... Candy Muse. Mm-hmm. First. And then the second time the wheel spun, it landed on Rose. Now, here's T. During the time that they were, you know what I'm saying, like quarantined to get ready to come back to uh the theater that they filmed at that they filmed the grand finale at, um, Rose ended up some something ended up happening to her, her her knee or ankle or whatever. Yeah, her ankle. And so there's that. So they told you that. You know, while they was doing the queens, it was Rose versus Candy, and then Simone versus Got Mick. To Britney Spears, it's Britney, bitch. It's Britney, bitch. Um, my first question for you is this: You think that 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 was intentional? Um. Oh yeah, it was intentional. Cause you know, all season, like even last week when we were talking about this, um. We want to see a Rosé Simone finale. That's what you want to see. So Rosé and Simone can't go up against each other. And they put, they knew she was injured. So they put her up against Candy Muse. That's the weakest competition. Because if she had went up against Got Mick, she might have went sent home. Yeah. They needed somebody to take out Got Mick. That's why. Simone got it. Yeah. I thought the same thing too because I was like, wait a minute, hold on, pause. Um, so you mean to tell me that Rose goes home fourth? Rose goes home fourth because she's to be honest with you, injured. She can't do all the things that Rose does in the lip sync. At all. And I'm watching it and I'm just like a shrieking violet because I'm like, Rose. Yeah, and I've seen her lip sync before. Candy just out lip synced you. And the question and is why? That, it's so great. It's because you didn't show up. Look, we're talking about 100,000 of them things. But it's, but it's also, you know, when you have a physical ailment like your ankle or your kneecap just so happens to break, it's just certain shit you can't do. No, that reminds me of that Olympic with a little girl. I don't remember her name. She had broke her, her her ankle doing the vault, and she had one last vault, and her ass ran down that motherfucker with a broken ankle and stuck the motherfucking landing. There's certain things I don't get no fuck. It's just gonna have to hurt. It might have to get re-injured. I'm gonna do every twist and trick. I'm not gonna get to the finale and lose. Yeah. To candy. Lose the candy. Use? Use? 
And I'm not discrediting Candy Muse within the past few episodes that we've seen between the finale and the uh, the catch up episode that was last week. Candy Muse has definitely upped her drag. Thank God. But my thing <laughs> is, but my thing is, there's no way that you get taken out by Candy Muse. How, Sway? How? When they did those four looks th- this week, all of Candy's Muse's looks were worse than everybody else's. And those were her best looks she's p- pulled out. All of this them season. were fourth place. Mm-hmm. All of them. So when we get to the actual lip thing, and Rose doesn't perform, I was like, damn. Damn. Yeah. That was the easy end, but you can't, but like you said. Taking out Rose, to be honest, I thought they was about to take out Simone next. No shade. I thought the same thing too. And get his thing to got me. Which I okay, as we've previously said, gone on record and said, if got Mick won, we know why. We know why, you know. Um, but you, uh, you know, some, some, some there's some ladies that are gonna lip sync, you know, in a few seconds. Because it's, it's gonna be uh Candy Muse versus Simone lip sync. But before that. They announced this year's Miss Congeniality winner. Bitch, I was gagged. I was gagged! And no shame. I was like, I'm not mad at this. The infamous Lala Reed. I said, listen. She was the only bitch the whole season that wasn't messy. Yes! Like, when they... When I saw that they had all the girls back, for Miss Congeniality, I said, "Oh, y'all going back? Y'all going way? Y'all pick from the whole season? Mm-hmm. What's that traditional?" And look, I ain't mad. I love Lala. I love I was Lala. So mad. Mad. Because the episode that she went home, she wasn't supposed to go home. Nope. And she went home at the um at the Mama Ta- uh, Tanisha. Mm-hmm. Then the very next week. But La La Ree, to me, was probably my favorite queen. Choice. She was my favorite queen. Like if I, it was everyone I, any any one of the queens that I just wanted to sit down and just be there in the room just to see what happened. It was it was La La Ree for me. La La Ree and Tamisha. I room we got Meg. I got listen. I don't. Oh, God. And as much as I love Utica's drag, I don't. I think she would be a little bit too much after uh, yeah, a while. Yeah, I can do that. I get tired of Olivia and her fake nice nice because there was times when Mama's Mama was mean too. Um, I don't know that. Yeah, I'm with you. Lala and Simone are like the only ones I would want to sit down with. No shade. I would want to sit down with Rose too. I, you know what? You're right. And I was so sad when they had to chop up. You had to. Yeah. You had to. But, I mean... I might just say it would not have been fair to Candy Muse. But then it it turns the showdown between Candy Muse. And congratulations again, Lala Reed. We love you, girl. Girl, please. Um... So there's a listening between Candy Muse and Simone again. Now remember, 
this is the same lip sync that Candy Muse went was supposed to go home. They lip sync against each other. Remember? So. I was like, oh, we're going to get a remake of this. Okay, Drag Race. I see what you're doing. I saw what that was. So, because when I saw that, I was like, oh, well, that makes sense to get rid of Rose that way and get rid of, because you have to do the rematch again to see who actually won the, you know, we lip sync. We didn't have to. We already, we knew then. Candy I Muse. Don't feel like, I just don't feel like Candy Muse deserved to be number two. No. That was the part that I was mad at. She I would have much rather saw a Got Me Simone finale. Mm-hmm. And I... Because Got Me would have made it work for it. Yeah. Because she made it work for this one, but Mama was ready. <laughs> Them outfit changes. Oh, Mama went from literally... Mama had on a high-top wig, honey. That bitch hit the motherfucking ceiling and then had a hoodie to go over the wig. Come on now, girl. Then, the reveal was this wet and wavy look, honey. Oh, listen. <laughs> oh, dress. Like, I'm just like, yes. Meanwhile, Candy Muse just walking around. <laughs> girl, you know what I can't, what I can't do? No, I listen. I've been waiting all season to say this. I've been waiting all season to say this. I hate that Candy Muse kick. I hate it. I hate I it. do too. <laughs> God damn her, it. Her mid-level kick. That, that, I hate that Candy Muse kick. I call it the Candy Muse kick. And it is terrible every time. Because after a kick, sis, there's supposed to be something that follows. You never have anything that follows. The girls she do that thing. And she got to catch her breath. <laughs> Stop. That's not right. That's not nice. You, the girls that came. It's the truth. She had got tired. The only reason why she didn't go home after the first lip sync is because she had managed to get a second win. When they did the Beyonce, when she did the Beyonce thing, which oh mm-hmm. God, I was so mad at. Oh. There are different dresses that are, that are for different kind of figures, and that dress was not for you. But well, we've been saying that about Candy Muse all season, right? House of Aja, y'all should be shamed. Y'all got y'all y'all had her out here looking like that. Okay, and Aja, you fucking know better. I know you know better, Ridge. But. I mean, of course, we have a back-to-back um, melanated queen because Miss Simone takes the crown. We have a back-to-back melanated Miss Congeniality because Lala Ree took the crown last season. Of course, it was our soft and supple queen. <laughs> I wish I could make myself whistle between my teeth the way that she did. I love Heidi. Oh my God. (laughs) She's one of my favorite Mr. Genie. She's one of my favorites. You gave us double melon in two seasons in a row. Yeah. The girls are out here with 
I said, look, I said like no shade to Heidi or Jada, but this is the blackest miscongeniality <laughs> and winner we have ever had. Them two together, I mean, uh, blackity black. They are like, black, black, black. Because, because they, okay, and this, again, I, I understand why you're saying it because of this. Between Simone and Lala Reed, with the exception of the paper bags, child, that was tragic. I can't, I can't take up for that. Um, there were more statements with those two, and I'm talking about like statements on the runway saying, I am blackity black, 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 my nigga. Please understand that I'm a nigga and don't let this dress fool you because I'm still a nigga. I will fuck you up, my nigga. Please, no. Then with Heidi and Jada, Jada is from the Midwest. She already know what the fuck to do from what not to fucking do. But don't try her. Heidi is the sweetest person you'll ever fucking see and or me. She just wants to tell you hello and give you some sweet tea and, you know, and you have a good conversation and learn how to work. Like, she's just, she's just that queen. So I understand the difference between what you're saying between La La Ree and Simone versus Jada and Heidi. Heidi. Because while they are all representing the black diaspora is just two separate mindsets and creativeness to get to the same goal. Because I'm not saying that Heidi and, 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 and um, Jada weren't out here in these streets. Because they were. Nah, but they more like, you know, suburban niggas. Like, they, they from E-Town. They from Evanston. Not they E-Town. like hood adjacent. La La Ree from the 606. La La Ree from the 606 Fofo. Uh, Simone. Simone is from. She from. She from. Um, Hold on, Yeah, aka. Uh, I'ma call that Inglewood. You know what I'm saying? Like La La Ree a West Side bitch. Simone a South Side bitch. Damn regular niggas. Like it just there's no other way for me to explain that one. But not not without not without regard. It's just I get what you're saying. And it's not a diss or you know, no shade to No Heidi and Jay. They just they're all different queens. It was just a message put out mm-hmm. by Simone every week. It was a message. The mama walked out, they had a train on the train episode, and mama walked out with her train being her do-rag. What? I loved it. Man! And like, each week, her drag just got better and better and better. This week, when she came out for the black and white, she did black and white bandanas. I love bitches. I said, this bitch is a hood bitch. I like her. So listen, congratulations to Lala Ree and um Simone Yay. Simone Yay Yay. Um, so I, I, do you have any shout outs off cause anything other than that? Because you know, we can get the fuck out of her. Uh I mean, I just want to shout out Pit Crew. 
I'm not understanding yes. the whole season. Because y'all have got to spend the whole season getting them little routines and whatnot together so that when this finale get together, you know, y'all pull that thing off. They, they was busy. I don't think they get enough recognition. So, shout out to the pit crew. For yeah, man. Important cast. How you doing? Oh, man. Because Mama had a kick. Did you say, First off, I want to give a separate shout out for the pit crew for something completely different. Thank you for wearing those little draws. They're wonderful. Mm. And I know Shay don't go for pink meat, but it was one of them. They just kept zooming in on his balls. So I said, mm. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I can't. If it's pink, it's just a little weird. Mm. All right. Well, uh, that's going to be it for us. Uh, go ahead and drop your shit, sis. So this is, hey, look, y'all. Yeah. Maybe I need to change my name because I'm, uh, I'm just Shay today, but you can find me on these social medias on Al Gore's internet as Dr. Shady Shay at Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and Schmuel. Even though she goes into the world now, she did still smules. I um, try to smule at least. Um, it's your girl Trash Can Tam, aka Tam. You can find me on all so- all social networks where you stalk your next ex boyfriend at Trash Can Tam. You can also reach us um, at the reality um, email, which is real i t a d a p o d at gmail with any questions, comments, concerns. Um, any shout outs of your own or any alt calls or taps on the shows, whatever you may have for whatever fucking person that did something crazy that week. Um, you can also reach us on the reality um, page on Facebook that we do monitor, but hmm, Facebook be acting weird sometimes. And Facebook been acting funny as fuck about posting. So, really, find my ass on Instagram. That's usually me. Um, and of course, the Instagram is real, we are real I T E A, uh, the pod and on Instagram. So, um, without further ado, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. I'm gonna turn these fans back on to figure out if I'm gonna put this air conditioner in my uh, window tonight. Um, but this has been another episode of Reality the Podcast. Thanks for listening, y'all. Have a good night. Bone, chicka bone, chicka bone, bone, bone. That's it. Bone. That's all I got. All right, then.